Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Cyber 321. Cyber security without insanity through three articles, two numbers and one thing to think about. I'm Sam Glynn and it is December 16th, 2022. This week, an outsourced HR provider reports a breach 60 days after it was identified. The European Commission agrees a new directive to oblige service providers to do better and what the data protection regulators can tell us about security. So let's get into it. Uh, In the first of three articles this week, Wired reports that Sequoia One, a leading outsourced HR provider, has disclosed to customers that an array of sensitive employee data was breached due to unauthorised access to its cloud computing storage account between September 22nd and October 6th, including dates of birth, social security numbers, as well as COVID-19 test results and vaccine cards that individuals uploaded to the employment system. The provider informed clients about the breach in early December, almost 60 days after the breach was discovered. 60 days to notify customers of a breach involving sensitive personal data. I'm assuming they never heard of GDPR. In the second article this week, Cyber Ireland recently mentioned that the European Council has adopted legislation for a new Network and Information Systems Directive called NIS2. NIS2 will set the baseline for cybersecurity risk management measures and reporting obligations across all sectors that are covered by the directive. And as reported by IT Governance, this could include IT managed service providers. We have until September 2024 to get ready. And in the third article this week, Secure the Village recently mentioned a story published on Inforum, the website of the Forum newspaper in Fargo, North Dakota. Yep, Fargo is a real place. The story describes how a US couple were conned into sending their life savings to a cyber criminal. Despite many warnings from their bank and others, they continue to believe that they were not being scammed. We can read this and wonder, how were they fooled? Or we can read it and wonder, how could we or our loved ones be fooled in the future? After all, we're all experts at reading the label on the jar until we're the ones in the jar. The two numbers this week come from the report and decision issued by the DPC in relation to a cyber attack on one Irish organisation, which I mentioned earlier in the week. The first number is €60,000, and that is the administrative fine issued by the Data Protection Commission, the DPC, following an investigation into how one victim of a cyber attack was protecting personal data in its care. The investigation followed a cyber attack on the organisation in early 2020, which had resulted in about 300 emails being automatically forwarded to a Gmail account set up by a cyber attacker. And the second number is two, and that is the number of email accounts that were breached in this cyber attack. Apparently because two staff members were fished, in other words, conned by a phishing email. And that brings me to this week's thing to think about. One common complaint about GDPR and data protection regulations in general is that they say we must have appropriate security in place. For example, GDPR calls it appropriate organisational and technical measures. 
but they don't say a lot about what appropriate security looks like. However, included in the DPC's report document are numerous statements about what the DPC regards as appropriate security. While the statements do not define a baseline, they certainly give a clear indication of what the minimum needs to include. If we don't have evidence that we at least consider the measures mentioned by the DPC, we can't assert that we have appropriate security in place. And this is why I recommend that we all read the report and ensure our organisations have considered the measures flagged by the DPC. For example, tight control of auto-forwarding, enforced use of multi-factor authentication, disabling legacy authentication methods on email systems, configuration of the more advanced protection capabilities of our email systems, and a clear staff policy to ensure that files containing personal data are not sent as unencrypted email attachments, even when being sent internally. If you don't have time or knowledge to assess your organization's alignment to the DPC's expectations, I can help. If you want to drive, I can guide you through a very focused and time-boxed process so you can quickly assess your organization's alignment to the expectations defined by the DPC in this report and identify what you need to do to get fully aligned. Or if you want me to drive, I can lead the assessment for you and work with your staff and third-party IT providers to define a clear and achievable action plan that will ensure you get aligned. Wouldn't you invest the equivalent of 5% of the DPC fine in return for this clarity? That's it for this week, and in fact, probably this year, as next week is December 23rd, and then we are on Christmas holidays. So I'll wish you all a happy Christmas and hopefully a good 2023. I'll talk to you then.